0: Hey, everybody. Today on roto Through, we are partaking in some crowd sorcery, which means I just spent the last few hours digging through all the various crowdsourced games that are ending their campaigns in the next couple of weeks, uh, up until October 11th. And I have pulled out the 11 that really jumped out at me as the best of the bunch, the cream of the crop, the ones that really spoke to me. And if you're like me, maybe they'll speak to you too. And what does that mean? Well, I tend to go for games that work well with two. I tend to go with games that avoid any kind of player versus player conflict or very live and let live. That's uh, my motto, very care bearish. And also looking for games that aren't lightweight party style affairs, looking for something with a little bit of crunch, a little bit of heft, a little bit of puzzliness to noodle over. And like I said, I've got 11 that I think are the cat's pajamas. And I'm going to run them down for you right now. 11 is a lot, so we're going to try to get going pretty quick. Starting PDQ with the one that ends on September 29th. The day I'm making this video live, you have very little time left to check out Forsaken. And I've actually done a run-through for this on the channel. There's links for that down in the show notes, and there'll be links for every single one of these games, uh, their crowdfunding campaigns, if you want to learn more about them. This is basically the Mandalorian in board game form. It's an Old West epic uh, adventure on an alien planet with bounties and sheriffs and rogues and uh, players following really interesting and compelling storylines with a really neat dice tower that um, lets you resolve skill tests uh, and manipulating dice, doing it the best way possible uh, where you get to manipulate the stuff after the roll instead of before. I am very, very impressed by this game. And uh, if you want to know more about it, again, you can check out my preview where I went deep while trying to avoid story spoilers because the story is so excellent in this game. This is not the sort of thing my wife and I tend to like, but we were both very entranced by Forsaken, and you've got till September 29th to uh, back, if you're interested, folks. Let's move on to the next one, though. This is Clinic Biohazard. And now, this is a game that... I covered many many years ago its original very limited print run and oh man it was such an ugly prototype back in the day and it has become so beautiful now and um it's a very popular super this is the heaviest crunchiest game i'm going to talk about today it's all about uh players competing to run the best hospital dealing with all kinds of things like um three-dimensional planning of your building parking. So many logistical issues that you wouldn't expect make this a very unique game uh, as a simulation hospital sort of. Sim hospital kind of thing. And uh, it's getting, I believe, its final expansion, the biohazard expansion. Although you can get all the expansions to come out over the years. It's now as pretty as it was brilliant back when I covered it all those years ago. And I am so happy to see that uh, it's being very successful, and you've got until September 30th to check out Clinic Deluxe Biohazard Expansion, plus all the other expansions throughout the years. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Quad Heroes, second edition. And now... um. The, the video doesn't really uh, show you much of the gameplay, but it does get the central idea across. You are a quad hero. A cute, adorable cube creature that basically gets around by flopping all over the place. And this is what this game is all about. The original Quad Heroes first edition was really kind of a cutthroat racing game where you um, you know jumped around, slid your quad heroes around, but the important thing is when they stop moving, whatever of their faces is face up after they do all their tumbling is the action that they can do. And it's a really neat puzzle. My only problem with the original Quad Hero was, it was a cutthroat racing game. It had a co-op mode, but it was kind of thrown in at the last minute and just didn't really it was obvious the game was all about trying to blow each other up and get across the finish line first. So, we now cut a few years later the second edition comes out with pre-painted minis. Oh my gosh, it looks better than it ever has before. But it also includes a very rich and robust solo and cooperative mode. Not one that was just thrown in to make the Care Bears happy, now it's a major part of the game, and I am very excited to see how Quad Heroes has evolved. And this one ends on September 30th as well. All right, then let's talk about the next one, Sagrada Artisans. Now, this is another one I covered for the channel. I did a spoiler-free run-through of the first level of this legacy campaign game this legacy campaign roll and write which is so awesome i love roll and writes, i love legacy games i love sagrada this is three great tastes that taste great together there is so much depth and richness my wife and i we blitzed through the entire campaign and she's hungry for more and this game offers more they're doing all kinds of cool stuff with this campaign like a uh, player contest or backer contest to make design new layouts the some of the windows that you will decorate in this game are unlike like anything you've ever seen before in Sagrada. It is brilliant. It was fun from start to finish. And um, it's closing on September 30th as well. A very busy day, September 30th, with a lot of cool campaigns closing down, including um, my wife's favorite of the month, uh, Sagrada Artisans. All right, then let's move on to the next one. Combinations. Now, this one ends on October 1st, and there's no video for it, unfortunately. I mean, th- this is a pretty bare bones uh, Kickstarter campaign, in all honesty, but of all the games I'm gonna talk about today, this one is the most intriguing because the designer, a corn van Moosel, has done some of the coolest tile games I've ever seen. Habitats, a previous design of his, which I happily own to this day, is one of the greatest tile land games of all time. And combination looks like it really pushes. T- tile laying in fun and interesting new, very crunchy directions. Uh, you have a tight little world you're trying to build, your combination, and it's done through drafting of um, multi-sized tiles that come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, and uh, there's a neat draft where the one you take determines what is going to show up in the draft later. That's all very nice. But what I'm much more intrigued by is the puzzle of actually getting your pieces that are all kinds of crazy shapes uh, laid out on your board as best you can to try to hit the objectives that you're actually laying in line with all the other stuff. So it's kind of like a very, a much heavier and crunchier suburbia for lack of a better term. And that gets me very excited. Again, Habitat's one of the greatest of all time. Um, This is a small little campaign. They've already got their print run of, I think, a thousand copies. They're going to sell a bunch of them at Essence Field. This might be your only chance to get this game, folks. That's why I am very interested, based mostly on the pedigree uh, background. Korn Van Mussel uh, is a designer to watch, which is why Combination, which ends on October 1st, makes my shortlist. Definitely flying under the radar if you love tiling as much as me you want to check it out okay let's move on to the next one kingdom builder the anniversary edition and now if you are an avid uh crowdfunding board game aficionado you might say wait a minute Didn't just this close a couple months ago? Nope. That was Kingdom Builder the Empire Edition, which um, was a very big, bombastic heavy campaign that includes Kingdom Builder plus all of its expansions, and there's like four big box expansions that come out. So a ton of content, and then with incredibly stunning, gorgeous new components. And now, a lot of people at times said, oh my gosh, I love Kingdom Builder. This is the ultimate Kingdom Builder. Kingdom Builder Empire. But some people said, whoa, this is too rich for my blood. I would love to be able to play Kingdom Builder, but I don't need all those expansions, thanks. I just want to try the base game with the really cool components, and that's what Kingdom Builder Anniversary Edition is. It lets you dip your toe while still having some of the coolest uh, Kingdom Builder components you have ever seen. I love Kingdom Builder. I think it well deserves its Spiel des Jahres win as one of the best gateway uh, games of all time, although, Jen, I think it's really interesting and crunchy. Easy enough to teach, but l- tons of depth, and replayability for ages. So uh, you've got until October 1st again if you would like to check out the Kingdom Builder Anniversary Edition as a way to get started. Although, don't get me wrong. uh, Just regular Kingdom Builder is wonderful with the little wooden components too, but oh, those buildings look so cool. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. Spark Riders 3000. And now this is a game that Shay covered on the channel It is a cooperative starship simulation. Our poor little ship is just trying to go on missions throughout the galaxy, and wouldn't you know, we're constantly under threat from aggressive aliens trying to blow our ship up. Um, And it's a modular ship. Our pieces can actually get blown off in space, but we can repair them. But we're all working together to keep the ship moving. Um, And what really makes this game stand out from all the others is this is an app-assisted game. Now, that might mean some of you just uh, walk away, and that's okay. Not all games for everyone. But I love digital implementations working their way into analog and finding ways to give new experiences that weren't possible otherwise. And what Spark Riders does that's most exciting to me is it replicates that true Star Trek classic experience of computers, uh, you know, redirect power to um, to the warp drive, um, or you know, all power you know, because you actually talk to the game um, when you onto when you when your characters who walk around the ship do things you push a button to say, I'm going to talk and say what we did and then the app responds uh, dynamically to what you've done. The app actually talks back and tells you about the new aliens that are attacking and all the systems that are falling apart as we try to stay alive. I will be honest, I am a life. ever since I was a little kid in the 70s growing up with a Star Trek Anime series and the original series, I've always loved that and I've always been entranced by the idea of actually talking to peers. And I know we all do this with our smartphones. I do. I, I have a, uh, an Alex. I won't say her name so she doesn't wake up. And bringing that into board games where I can talk to my board game and it talks back to me, I'm really interested. And Shay shows you how it works in his run-through. And so you've got until October 4th if that sounds at all intriguing. But don't worry, folks. If that wasn't your speed, closing on October 5th is another game that Shay covered for the channel, USC Reach. This is also a science fiction starship simulation-style game uh, where we have our crew that are running around on the ship trying to keep things going as we complete missions. But one, there's no apps here, and this is not cooperative. This is competitive. A competitive deck builder. Or really, it's more of a deck upgrader. Uh, because your crew is your deck and you can train them and you can take out old cards and put new ones in. But what really made me jealous when I saw Shay's video and made me say, why didn't I cover that? That looks great. Is the fact that this is a deck builder with simultaneous action selection. One of my favorite mechanisms of all time. I love simultaneous action selection in like dungeon pets or in, um, oh, uh, oh man, there, there are so many of them, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, I can't think of them, but it is it is absolutely a fantastic idea. We p- decide in secret how we're going to use our crew, and our crew could be used for their main um, d- jobs, or you can flip them upside down to have them work different systems where they're not going to do as well. Everybody reveals at the same time what they're going to have their Starship crew do as we vie to be the first to complete missions and grab new upgrades for our cards. I love this. I love deck building. I love simultaneous action selection. This is definitely one to look for. And um yeah, it closes its campaign on October 5th, USC. Reach. Nice, nice, nice. And you can check out Shay's run-through. Like I said, links for everything. The campaigns and where we've done um, previews are down in the show notes below. Okay. Let's move on to Kingdom Come Deliverance. Shay was not done, folks. He did. And also, we're not done with apps. Again, I love apps. And this is an app-assisted adventure game set in medieval... I'm trying to remember. I think it was Prague, if I recall correctly. It's apparently based on a very popular video game, which I've never played and probably never will. But what really intrigues me about this game is it is a sprawling narrative adventure with mysteries to solve and adventures to go on. But in this game, we don't play noble knights or wizards or anything like that. The original video game is known for being incredibly realistic in its depiction of this time frame. And the game tries to do that as well. And one of the things it does to make that happen is we play as just regular people. Um, you know, bartenders. Um, you know, uh, the, the farmer's daughter, whatever it might be, just trying to survive in what can often be a very brutal world. Um, you know, and you know dealing with all kinds of dangers, but here the danger is so much greater because you haven't trained your entire life to go on some revenge mission, which I think is the original vi- video game. So, to me, this sounds like an improvement over the video game by telling the story of everyday common folk heroes, which is something I so want to see more of in board games. And, um, again, bringing digital apps into to help you know, enrich the storytelling, and you know things like falling out of favor with factions, simplifying and streamlining all of the bookkeeping you would have to do to have a vibrant world that responds to your choices? Yes, please. Which is why I'm excited about Kingdom Come Deliverance, which closes its campaign doors on the 7th of October. We're still not done, folks. Got a few more to talk about. Uh, how about Naturopolis? Now, this is a sequel companion to um, Sprawlopolis and Farmopolis, I think. Uh, All of them from Buttonshy games. Or Agropolis, not Farmopolis. And uh, I've done, I think, a little video for the original Sprawlopolis, which you can play competitively or cooperatively. This is a micro game from Buttonshy. It is all about um, taking this deck of 18 cards, three of them you put face down. That tells you what your objectives are in this game. And then all the other cards are face up as players try to stack them on top of each other, tucking them around, doing the really cool card layering that is fast becoming one of my favorite mechanisms. And Sprawlopolis does it fantastically. And um, you were already able to get the second one, uh, Agropolis, and combine the two. Now you've got Natureopolis, and you can combine all three and I can't wait to see how that happens. I already know for a fact Sprawlopolis is a blast. Uh, it is one that Jen and I decided to keep as a great little co-op micro game. Tile Layer it does so much in such a tiny package. And, um, you know, heck, even if you uh, get this and the other one, um, it's still an incredibly tiny package with a lot of gameplay, which is why I'm stoked for uh, Naturopolis, which ends on October 8th. All right, one more to talk about, folks. Fate Forge, Chronicles of Khan, which again was another one that I did a preview for. And what I said in my run through, and again you can check out the video down below, is this is by far in my experience. I have played dozens of dungeon crawl fantasy cooperative adventures over the years. Dozens of them. And I I know a lot I know about pretty much all of them how they play. There has never been one as fast playing and cinematic as this. Incredibly Fast, easy to set up uh, missions that come in the middle of you know big sprawling narrative campaign gameplay that you play through. Oh, by the way, folks, did I mention it's another? It's my three for three, um, my triple threat. It's an app-driven game because the way the combat works, after you very quickly set up the uh, fight you're gonna have, which is gonna take, unlike other games of its ilk, up to two hours. Uh, you know, a, a combat um, scenario, you know, dungeon crawl here is gonna take you like twenty or thirty minutes, and then you can get back to the story and then get to another action sequence. I love the speed, but I love the cinematic gameplay. This is the sequel to Vengeance, which I did cover at great length in the past, and this brings that same dice-driven gameplay where every round you roll a few dice, and it's a dice worker placement game. You've got your character abilities, you've got your weapons, your items, your spells, whatever it might be, and you've got a fun puzzle every round. You're like a... Fantasy superhero in this game because you're not just trying to eke away at the bad guys. The bad guys don't know what's coming when you come into town. You just wipe them all away um, as you just move like a shark, and it just has incredible velocity. And and you know, I'm mean, really every fight tells a cool, exciting, cinematic story like what you'd see you know in an old Jackie Chan film and uh, you, know, or, you know or similar classic kung fu stuff. I was very impressed. So was my wife. And uh, even though we only got to play a little bit of it in the prototype, we really enjoyed our time with Fate Forward. Forge a Chronicles of Con, which ends its run. What is it on October 11th? Phew! And that is it, folks. We made it through the campaigns that will be ending in the next couple of weeks, and that's another crowd sorcery in the books. I'll see you again in just a little bit and I'll tell you about some more cool stuff after spending a lot of time figuring out, you know, separating the wheat from the chaff, chafe? Uh, But that's it, folks. I am done. I'm going to go have dinner now because uh, I was trying to bang this out so quick. So uh, if you uh, would like to know more about that stuff, again, check the show notes. If you're just looking for some more stuff in general on the channel, well, there's a bunch of stuff on screen. You can also go ahead and subscribe uh, to keep an eye out for future Crowd sorcery episodes. And that's it. That's all I got. We're done here. Why are you still here? There's all these things to click. What's going on? Huh? What are you going to do? Can you even hear me now? I'm so far away from the microphone. I assume it's stopped by now. I don't know what's happening. Whew, okay.